Welcome back to Fantastic Paintings and How We Hide Them. I'm not Karina. And I'm not Chris. But we're here together. Indeed, as usual. <laughs> um, and today we're kind of going to do a bit of a part two to our um, changing life plans. Yes, which is going to be out of order, but you guys can cope, I'm sure. It'll work out. And <laughs> be comfortable in the chaos. <laughs> exactly, you're used to it. It's the only way you survive this. Yeah. <laughs> How should we segue in? Mm, um, segways are hard. So <laughs> let's start with... Oh, I have to explain. The reason there's not a weekly checkup in every episode, mm-hmm. it's, it's housekeeping, which is important to some people. <laughs> Mainly me. We record in, in mass, so we have our weekly checkup in the first one we record at the, the end of the week, and then we record a few more, and then... We, we move on. Yep. So there'll be one next week, which will be who knows how many episodes away. Right. But there will be more. I know I know it's everyone's favorite part, uh, weekly checkup. But <laughs> You get to hear us whine about our lives for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody's least favorite part. Thank God it only happens once every five episodes. <laughs> um, reminder that it is still EDS Awareness Month. So be aware of zebras. Be aware. Zebras. We exist. Or be be beware zebras. Beware zebras. Beware zebras. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty accurate too. You could be aware zebra. That's true. I mean, if you wanted to be. Beware the zebras. <laughs> We're everywhere, all at once. Oh yes, yeah, so this is. I remember. I remember what we're talking about. It took me a minute. I was I was lost in the ether. <laughs> you know. We were talking about. Plain, plain, plan, plan, plans changing. Mm, yeah. Continuing on from that. Yep. From last time. So both of us are married. Yes. Which makes life a little bit more interesting. Um, <laughs> I was worried you were going to say easy. I was like, mm. nah. Well, and I mean. <laughs> it's a yes and a no. Yes. They're helpful, but then you feel bad. Yeah. So. Well, and we were both married before we knew what, um, what yeah. was going on. And so. Our plans changing. Um, Forced their plans to exactly. change. So we have uh, some guilt around that for sure. Where, um, And I'm sure some of you have this experience too, where your partner's along for the ride. Um, and it's hard, man. Yeah, no joke. It's hard. It's hard to like feel responsible for someone else's like life path. Yeah. And having to change that life path. Right. God. Even if they say that they 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 I can't talk anymore, <laughs> that they're okay with it or they 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 understand, it still sucks. Right. Well, and it's hard because you have that like this is not what you signed up for. And you're right. Yeah. And I've had not that conversation remotely. with my husband several times. Oh yeah, I like, I had an opt. I I literally gave Jen the a chance like this is what's going on now. This is what happens if we stay together. If you want off this crazy wild ride, I understand. I would not be upset. And she was like, stupid. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, I don't know who's stupid, me or you. I mean, you're right? still with me. Man, who wants to like hang out, hang around and deal with that mess? <laughs> well, well and it was a learning are... curve for yeah. them. Oh, God. By far. Yeah. So not only did we have to learn about our own condition. They had we to go had through to... the dark times of us learning, like not learning and then learning. Yeah. Not knowing what was going on. Yeah. And um, sometimes even doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah wondering if they'd married crazy people yep 
I worried about that a lot. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, you can only see so many doctors before you doubt yourself. And then I can't imagine how that must be perceived. Yeah. Even if you're trusted, like. Uh, yeah. You're never quite sure. Yeah. Well, and if you don't talk about it, the self-doubt is the, it's the same thing. You're just going to doubt that they love you. Right. Exactly. And like, I always feel like that ball and chain, like I'm oh, yeah. holding him back or weighing him down because he's capable of so much, but then he's also got this backpack of a wife with a lot of health issues and he takes a lot of time off. And unfortunately, like, because we deal with so many health issues, we don't always take it super seriously. No, we that's forget always... that yeah. it's scary for other people, <laughs> <laughs> which it comes off like we're being really inappropriate a lot of the time, even though we're just making light of the situation. Yeah. But it is. It's a lot more serious than we let it be. Right. From well, outside it's that, eyes. Like, protective thing. Yeah. Like, it's never a big deal. Like, when I had surgery and <laughs> I came out of anesthesia and <laughs> I just decided breathing was not important. And so every time I would doze off, I would just stop breathing and my O2 stats would plummet. And my poor husband sitting beside the bed... <laughs> And it took me like three days to understand, to like understand and reconcile that like, I'm so sorry. That must have been really like upsetting and scary for you to go through. Yeah. You <laughs> and just I'm in the corner breathing. going, Wee! I mean, you were intoxicated at the time. Technically. Very. But even though like the days afterwards. Yeah. I get that. It's still, it took me a minute to like realize like that was probably really uncomfortable and yeah. scary for you to go through. And I'm sorry <laughs> that I was not taking it seriously at all. I just realized I probably did that to Jen when I did my back surgery. Mm. I never connected that. She sat there the entire time. And I I was I was really bad at the beginning because I refused to take the morphine because I, oh, yeah. I was like, I don't want to be the drug peddler. I'm not I'm not I'm not a bad person. So I refused morphine after major back surgery where they opened up my spine and took out a can like not cancer, but um a, a tumor. Nerve tumor. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I woke up bawling my eyes out like when the anesthesia wore off and the nurse came in she's like what's wrong are the meds not working i was like i don't want to take them because i don't want you guys to think badly of me (laughs) (laughs) well and my poor husband the first few days like i wasn't in pain but i was messed up yeah um because nerve block is bad never again never ever again yeah i'm gonna be wary of them now yeah i think i think they did nerve damage because this this hurts worse than shingles yeah. Well, and the first one I did ruined my, my right arm for a long time. I yeah. lost feeling in it. I think we just don't deal with whatever it is well at yeah. all. Because it does. It hurts worse than the shingles did. And it comes in like these fiery spurts. It's got to be nerve. Oh, it's terrible. And they're like, oh, they're just waking up. And I'm like, dude, it's been eight weeks. <laughs> if they're a not awake, block is not, not supposed to be eight weeks long. Like That just means they're in a coma. Yeah. You have a nerve coma. Nerve coma. <laughs> Oh, Dang it, why am I missing out on that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just be happy that your leg gets a break. Yeah. But I think it's important to acknowledge that our spouses go through a lot <laughs> just vicariously. Oh, yes. Jen, especially, because she does a lot of the scheduling and mm-hmm. dealing with doctors. Because I get really timid when I meet doctors. Yeah. I, I'm not good at explaining my situation to new people. I'm like, oh, it's like a connective tissue disorder. Like, it. You know, I'm a little stretchy. 
Downplay, everything, downplay, downplay. Like, everything's fine. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. I'm sorry for wasting your time. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. It took me a while to get out of there and be like, I need to take charge of what's going on. I've gotten better. But having Jen around, like, it's almost to the point now where the doctors are annoyed when she comes with because she'll just talk over me. <laughs> I'll be trying to explain it. And she's like, actually, it's more like this. I'm like, I... it's like when I go with you. I just keep it's, you honest. It's worse. <laughs> Like because she lives with you. Yeah, she, <laughs> she knows. She sees it on the daily. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, with Randy, I don't know. And I still... I'm cagey. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I am built. Yeah. I keep all of that stuff, like, really close to my chest. Um, and so I keep him, like, updated on what's going on. But he never goes with me. And I never, like, ask him to go with me, I don't think. Because it feels weird. Yeah, I bet. For me, it feels like it's just, like... It's bizarre because sometimes he doesn't know all of what's going on. Mm. Like, I don't tell him when I throw up three times in a day (laughs) at the time. I didn't used to. It's like when we were talking about it in one of the other episodes Mm -hmm. that you have to communicate with your your spouse. I got really good at it to the point where I'm just like, Jen, I don't feel good. She's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Or Jen, I just threw up a bunch. Sorry. (laughs) Pretty much. Well, and like teaching them that that's what we wanted. Yeah. And not the like, oh my God, are you okay? Like that, that's not what we're after here. Right. But with him, because he's like very male brain and that like fix it vein of things. Yeah. Well, he wants to. Yeah. And then he gets frustrated and then I feel guilty because I'm frustrating him because he can't help me. And so I kind of like keep it close to me. I When I had my meltdown, Jen went through that same thing because mm-hmm. I, I was literally bawling on the floor. I was like in pain because I, I had no pain meds. It was post back surgery. Oh, yeah. It was when I quit. It was when they messed up your yeah medications they they fought over who was going to give me the medications and and then no one did and then i dropped that clinic because of the fuckery um and i was just done with it everything in general that was that was horrible but Mm -hmm. jen was like she started crying and i was like well what what like i'm sorry i didn't she's like i just there's nothing i can do for you and i and i just don't want you to hurt me more (laughs) i was like i get it but it's the boat I'm in. Yeah. I didn't say that. I was crying and I was not everywhere. And You're like, I want you to be able to help me, but you can't. Yeah, I just kind of rolled over and kept crying. Yeah. But. And it is. It's like, it's a different kind of vulnerability. Yeah. And a different kind of intimacy to be in pain in view of others. Right. Even it, talking about it. Yeah. It's weird. It's different. It's, it is. It's a very like. I think intimacy is the right word. Yeah. Sorry, that just popped into my head and like that seems right to mm-hmm. me. It's a very like intimate experience to go through it with somebody. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I've never had to like I've never had to do that really. So I don't know what it's like for them on that end necessarily. Like I'm aware of it in the back of my mind, but at the same time I grew up taking care of my mom. Mm. So like I've always had that, like, perception, I guess. Like, knowing what it's like to be unable to help, but yeah. wanting to. Right. I get that. Because my mom was going through hard times all the time growing up. Yeah. Which was not fun. Yeah. If she listens to this, I know it wasn't that bad. Shut up. <laughs> but for small child. Right. When you're like, I want to fix it. Right. Yeah. Help my mommy. Get off my back. I know you're going to talk to me about this. <laughs> Later. Not... Not in the middle of a podcast. This is this is really inappropriate. You can feel the glare coming through. I'll talk to you later. Just relax. Breathe. 
I love you. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's an interesting experience. And then them having to learn it all. Like, I remember after my first shoulder surgery, my first, my only shoulder surgery, my first surgery. <laughs> you said it didn't even register. Like, right. My-, my husband came to me and he was kind of... It was interesting. It was like he had just realized all the things that I had always been thinking about. Like, it's going to get worse all the time. And we're aware of that as a fact. So it's never like a worry necessarily. But you know it's going to happen. Yeah. And for him, it had just hit him at that point where he was like, surgery is not going to fix you. Right. Like, there is no fixing me. There is only making it suck less. Yeah. And I think that was really hard for him because he like had it in his head that once i got the surgery You'd be i'd be good. better yeah and i was like that's one thing that's one thing we are undoing 20 some odd years of damage um <laughs> and constantly committing more damage yeah i mean you want to have a life right <laughs> right exactly <laughs> you move. yeah so it's yeah it's different it's interesting and i think it took him a while to kind of reconcile that this was going to be my normal mm-hmm. um and I think it made him feel better when I told him that, like, no, I do th- I do think about those things. I yeah. do think about what it's going to be like down the line. I do think about that I probably won't make it to retirement. I'm a teacher, by the way. Um, Humble brag. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I use education language a lot, so that's why I, I am a special education teacher. And that's why I'm not green. <laughs> and I'm definitely not Chris. Ouch! That's that just felt painful. <laughs> that's why I'm definitely. Oh God! Could you imagine? Could, oh. <laughs> oh no. Rude. I'm right here. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> well, someone has to. <laughs> that's another part, like letting them lo- love us. Yeah. Well, yeah. You have to get over the. <sighs> The, the hurdle of knowing that you're going to hurt them mm-hmm. just by existing. Right. And being okay with that. And being yeah. okay with them being okay with that. Right. Because you love That's them. That's the hard part. It's yeah. like, I want to set you free. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want you to be caged here. Right. Like, I'm holding you back. We're not going to make as much money as we would if you were married to, like, someone who's going to be functional until they're 65 years old. Unless this podcast becomes the number one podcast in the world. Yeah, guys. We're looking at you get on it i don't want to work anymore <laughs> that's not true that's i love what i do love your work i love what i do and you're good at it and luckily i'm extremely lucky and extremely grateful to be where i am um i have extraordinary coworkers who really care about kids and are so kind and forgiving with me <laughs> um it makes a huge difference mm-hmm. to be able to say like I need a couple more hours to get myself together. That's something I want people to comment on, too, actually. Mm-hmm. I want to see what other people's experiences with work, because our brother is having a real hard time yeah. with work. Well, and he's he has a hard time. He's like you. Like, he doesn't advocate for what he needs. Nope. Whereas I... We don't believe in that life. Right. And I learned kind of early on that I needed to drop pieces kind of along the way. Yeah. So that it was a consistent line of, like, this is what's going on with me. I'm still good at what I do. I am capable of what I'm doing, but the this is the challenge that I face on a daily basis. And so I had to learn to be really 
unusually open about everything Mm -hmm. where and that's where that like separation of me and body had to be where i could give all of this information about my body right. while still protecting Yeah, you got to give the status update. Right. What's going on with, with the body and then yeah. what you're capable of. Yeah. And having them be different but work in the same track. Yeah. But I want those comments. Yeah. I need them. Not Even if they're bad. I don't... That sounds mean. I just need to know what's going on in the world. Yeah. We're I've definitely seen... very curious as to other people's experiences. Yeah, that's a big part of this. I mm-hmm. want to know more about other people's life experiences with it. Yeah. So like, write your life story. Go for it. How long did you work? What did you do? Well, see, I work. <laughs> oh, not me. We're not. Okay. Fine. I mean, we could talk about your work, too. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just make me sad. <laughs> I know. It's... I get sad sometimes because I'm like, I love what I do, but am I going to be able to do it forever? If you keep up with it, yeah. It, I mean, I could see it lasting until retirement. If you, if you're on it, you yeah. know what I mean. Like surgery, recovery, right. every summer having to do multiple, maybe you different know? things, yeah, and like keeping up with different therapies. Yeah, but life is a long story filled with sighs. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree with that hundred <laughs> percent. Sometimes I think it's too long. <laughs> I have that thought a lot where I'm like, God dang it, I'm awake again. I figured that I would be the one dropping the darkest words and, and sentences in this. I'm morbid. Let's. I'm morbid too, but I, I can contain it. I, I keep can't. It. You just let it, you <laughs> flaunt it. You're like, you know, you know what? It's a great way to let yourself down. Set a goal. You're going to fail it. Have fun. Yeah, relationships are interesting with EDS. Just I can't imagine what it would be like to to know what you're having like your situation and go into it like that must be difficult like dating with EDS yeah like oh you'd need someone who like really understands what's going on yeah well and it's hard because like our spouses didn't sign up for it so like part of me is like we trapped them <laughs> yeah it's like, the way my brain equates it is that I captured an animal and I trained it to like me even though it was better off on its own I domesticated Jen, <laughs> and she doesn't know that she doesn't need me. Yeah. That's, yeah. I I had this fear for a long time that he was just going to outgrow me, and then he would move on. I mean, that's <laughs> I still like, a legitimate fear that I have. I blamed him for it. Like, I would li- willingly let you go, but... They won't take the out. We give them the out, and they won't take it. Yeah. Dumb fucks. Just with their love and. <laughs> <laughs> so should we go into loss of independence? Yeah, well, that, I think that's important. This is one we're... I got from TikTok because I don't think about it. I used to think about it a lot, and I used to mourn it a lot. But this lady was was mourning the, her loss of independence and realizing that she's gonna be more and more dependent on the people around her to do simple things, and that really got to her. That's hard. Oh my god! Like, and and mourning is absolutely the right word. Yeah. Because essentially, you're mourning the life that you could have had. God, when you say it that way. But it's true. No, it is. It just it's it hit hard when you said it. Like, Like, you've got this life path in front of you, and then you've got a flat tire, and you've got to go. Like. Well, and that brings in like you're you're bringing your family into it, your Mm -hmm. your loved ones, and you're gonna need them. Yeah. Like. I can't imagine how you would cope without Well, even somebody. just recovering from surgery is really hard to, yeah. like, rely on somebody. I remember 
<laughs> my mother-in-law hated it. <laughs> it drove her crazy. She's like, I'm doing things for you. And I just like felt guilty because yeah. part of you is like, I'm capable. I don't need you to do it for me. That was me and Papa. Yeah. Our grandfather um, would all the time like, what, what can I do for you? And I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I can do this. Yep. And he would just sit there knowing that I'm going, I'm doing something stupid yep. and that he could help. Well, I do it like even on crutches. Oh, People yeah. People were like, can I hold the door for you? And I'm like, no, I figured it out. I have learned how to like function on crutches. And so when people would hold the door, I was like, oh, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> at least you don't yell at them and like get upset at them. No, I never get like upset, but I do feel like you feel like a fraud. Yeah. Even though like I just had hip surgery, I, I felt like a fraud. Well, yeah. Accepting help or like sympathy or even compliments. People at work would tell me, you're walking so much better. Oh, I'm God. like, thank you. I really am trying. <laughs> the whole thing's complicated it is and it's yeah it's uncomfortable yeah to know that you like we develop other ways of doing things yeah not necessarily healthy ways of doing things but like workarounds so that we don't inconvenience others yeah and that's really what it is where i'm like i don't want to be an inconvenience and i don't want to be a burden Right, you're fighting for your independence yeah, at that point. Exactly. Even though you're, you know, it's at the cost of yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's always fun. Right. Well, that goes into like mobility aids and. Oh man. When yeah. when to. This is the sorest subject on the list. I don't like mobility aids. I fucking hate mobility aids, and I need them, and it kills me. Yeah. Like I need a, I need a cane if I'm going to be outside. Like if I'm leaving the house, I have to have a cane because my legs will give out and I will fall down. And for the longest time, I, I had people, like, walking up to me, like, you're struggling with that cane. Like, do you need help? And I was like, no, I just really don't trust my right leg. Mm-hmm. So I would I would literally use it instead of my leg. I wouldn't put any weight on it when, when I would walk. So yeah. it would look really dire. Right. I've gotten better about it. Post-surgery, I've learned to trust it better. I was noticing, because Randy tried to get me on the cane after surgery. Um, but I use it totally wrong because of the instability in holding it like out in front of you where the elbow pops up and then you lose your ability to hold your weight. I don't have bad elbows, so I wouldn't know about that. Tell me more about your bad elbows. They're terrible. I hate them. Elbows are stupid. <laughs> For dumb people? Yeah. Some people like me who have Someone... normal, healthy elbows that can do this? Yeah, normal. Normal and healthy. Look, look at it. It doesn't hyperextend or anything. It's oh, perfect. Wow. wow. What? No. For people listening at Liars. home, uh, what I just did was the most perfect hand extension you'll ever see in your life. It was beautiful. It went straight out. It was perfectly... Shut up. Don't touch me. There's nothing EDS about what I just did. So you got to, like, stop yourself right here. Yeah, I have to... I'm being very careful. This is normal humans, and this is... It was... This is where we go. It was perfect. Good times. (laughs) I don't have elbow problems. Karina does have elbow problems. I will eventually have elbow problems. I can feel it starting. Yep. But I don't have them yet. Oh, they suck. They're so annoying. I don't want them. Because it's all about rotation. Yeah. And it just turns. And there's two bones there instead of one. So it's extra annoying. Yeah. Because you got to get both of them in the right position. Oh, well, yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Great. Wah. Well, that's exactly the problem, isn't it? It's exactly what we're talking <laughs> about is the, in the future. Yeah. Like, things are going to be worse. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just a fact. Like, for us, it's a fact. Yeah. But, like, when you say it out loud, people, like, you get that, like you're a defeatist or right even just now when you said it i was like i had to tell myself it is a degenerative yeah 
like Condition. diagnosis. Yeah, like yeah. it is that. Because I don't want to, like, I, my brain's like, eh, stop being a baby. <laughs> like, it's not that bad. Like, but brain, it is that bad. <laughs> the body will continue to break down. Yep. I mean, everybody's does. <clears throat> Just ours are doing it early. <laughs> early and weird. Yeah, uniquely. Yes. They just want to be that peacock, like, look at me. Look what I can do. Why did I do that? I regret everything. Like, well, you wanted to be special, didn't you? God, that would kill to not be special. I would kill to not be special. Right? Like, doctors constantly telling you, wow, that's so interesting. You're so interesting. I need to know if anyone else gets that, because we get it all the time. Or like, you're a mystery. The, the you're a mystery one bothers me because that's not helpful. Right. I'm glad you're interested, but could you at least put me in like the right direction? That's okay. My, car- my cardiologist um, told me that, you're, well, you're super weird, but it's not going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. I had that. <laughs> I had a lady who was trying to be really calm, but mm-hmm. she was kind of like freaked out when she was measuring the heart before back surgery. Uh-huh. She's doing... Um, an echo, I th- not an echo. Uh, EKG. No, we did the EKG, and it. I think there was something like slightly off, but nothing dire. But you, you know how yeah. that is. It was the um, sonogram, not sonogram. The one that you did for your lump. Oh, ultrasound. Ultrasound. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. They were doing an ultrasound, and the flaps were like Benji's. They slap each other, right? Right. Yeah. And she was trying to be like perfectly calm and like not alarm me. And I was like, oh, no, I get it. That's my what my sometimes heart murmur is. Yeah. But I only sometimes have a heart murmur, which is hilarious. It's, it's selective heart murmur. Yeah. It's only when no doctor is around you. It's it's a, it's an ability that well, we no, have. the doctors found it. I didn't know I had well, one. OK, and they one were time, like... <laughs> one time out of the like billions that you go in. It was so funny, too, because he comes up and he's like, um, did you know you have a heart murmur? And I was like, no. I just came for fluids. Like, I'm here for POTS and dysautonomia, and I just need fluids. And they were like, well, you have a heart murmur. And then they rehydrated me and checked again, and there was no heart murmur. And then later, my doctor found it. He was like, it's like one in five. And then when they did the EKG, um, no, it was the ultrasound. They did an ultrasound, and it was that same thing where the valves slap each other. Yeah. Or, like, inside the chamber. Yeah, that's that's what I got going on. Super weird. Yeah. So they go, you're really weird, but it won't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> or we're very interesting. I mean, that's, that's the, the polite other one. Yeah. That's how a doctor. I don't with... want to be interesting, though. I want you to know how to help. <laughs> that's why I like David, because I went in to talk to him yesterday. Right. And instead of instead of like spending the entire time talking and, and arguing over what it is, dust moat, <laughs> um, he he went off onto a tangent about Literally, we're talking about, um, we were talking about like the fatigue and the mm-hmm. exhaustion. And he's like, you know what I think is amazing? Abraham Lincoln chose to set the slaves free. Like he knew that that was going to kill him. He knew that choosing that would lead to his death. Could you imagine that? And I'm just like, <laughs> You're like sorry, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's really fucking amazing. But <laughs> what? <laughs> He's just shooting the shit instead of like going on and on I about love that. That was it was refreshing, you know. Yeah. Well, and I've also had doctors tell me constantly that like they love my attitude about. Yeah, things. I get that a lot. Um, but only male doctors. 
female doctors, if they don't find me funny. Male doctors love her, female doctors hate her. Yeah. She's got ten tricks that'll leave you right to the ER. (laughs) (laughs) These ten secret tips will lend you a path right to the ER. One, fall down the stairs. (laughs) I was going to say, jump off the roof. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's something I did. (laughs) Jump into volcano. What? You're not going to the ER after that. I'm sorry. There is no way. That's that's Endgame. That's you jumped into a volcano, idiot. The, the doctor will show up and go, "Yeah, they're dead." I just keep seeing like cyanide and happiness playing out in my brain. Your brain is cyanide and happiness. There you go. Exactly. So yeah, no, I usually get like either they find me funny, yeah. and they think I'm like great, or they find me flippant and they don't like that i feel like that's going to be the viewer base people are going to either yeah. think you're funny or think you're flippant yeah don't be so flippant don't be so flippant you got to treat it seriously but i mean there's a point imagine? where I, I i take it seriously like because i know there are people that have way worse eds right. than we do right and i feel really bad for them and then it makes me feel like i don't count you know what i mean like yeah. since i'm not wheelchair bound or right i don't have a feeding tube yet I might have to get a feeding tube eventually because I still have a swallowing problem. But I know we're gonna find out when we do that stomach emptying scan how bad it is. <laughs> Man, I'm not looking forward to that. I skipped that appointment. I'm like, I can was... we just like take that section out and not have to do? Yeah, the swallow and tests. And... Yeah, but it 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 makes me feel invalidated because I'm right. like, it's not severe enough to to be like you know the really severe people. Yeah. I mourn, I mourn for you. Well, and that's why, like, I don't like comparing pain. Like, yeah. I think I, everybody's experience is so unique and so different. And, like, even you and I have, like, we we share a lot of symptoms. Yeah. But we also go through things that the other doesn't or won't yet. Um, and, like, different severities and different yeah. ways of handling it. And I think, like, you and I... I'm trying to figure out how to organize this thought. The way we handle pain is very similar. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it comes from a trauma background. Right. Where it's funny or we die. Um, but that like throws other people off really hard. Yeah. Well, I don't blame them, honestly. But... <laughs> right. They're like, that's terrible. And I'm like, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> Do you ever get the um, the people who don't want to talk to you about things that are going on in their lives because they don't want to? Yeah. They're, they're like, like, I don't want to bother you. I know what's going on. Right. They're like, my pain doesn't. I know what you're going through. I don't want to. I don't want to burden you. with. <laughs> well, we went through a phase with with that. Where, oh, like, yes. To each other. And yeah. Our little brother still does it. It's <sighs> like, oh, I didn't want to bother you. I know you guys. He have- watches no, these. shut up. He GG'd my knees. <laughs> I know. I saw that. <laughs> I folded. What you going to do about it? Show up and stop me. <laughs> we'll get him on here one day. Yeah. Ow. One day. That was ugh, a little violent. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I had, I have a problem with that when people are like, you know, I just don't want to tell you about it. You know, I, or I, I hurt myself, but it's not that bad. Right. It's not it's like you're allowed to feel pain. Yeah. It, you, the worst pain you felt is still the worst pain you felt. Right. Well, it's like we talked about like schema and depth of knowledge. Like yeah. our our well of knowledge for pain is deeper. Right. But that doesn't make it a worse experience necessarily. Exactly. Because everybody's threshold is their threshold. Mm-hmm. And it's the same, I don't know, like mental processes at different levels. I just hope there aren't people who watch this and go, 
they don't have real EDS. Not like me. I have the, re- you know what I mean? The real EDS. <laughs> <laughs> I have real terminal EDS. I'm t- <coughs> Full-blown EDS. As it is. <laughs> As it is. <laughs> the full-blown kind. Yeah, it's incurable. That's the other part that's interesting, is it's a total mystery yeah. where we will wind up. Because like I said, there are people who make it into their 40s without a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who are like, I was diagnosed, but I didn't know. Like, And then you have people like Dad, who <laughs> pass it along, but don't experience Here, I give this to you. It is my lineage. <laughs> I, gi- I will gift you my horrible genetics. I mean, there's great genetics and horrible genetics. I know, we're cute, but broken. Well, I mean, you, I, I wouldn't say I'm cute. <laughs> Jeez, you're gonna make me blush. <laughs> Do it. I'm doing it. I can control my blushing. I cannot. All I can do is make myself blush. I can't stop it. I flush in one ear or the other. <laughs> I wish Almost I could control. Phone. I wish I could control the flushing. That would be right. a fucking fantastic thing. Like, oh, I don't want to feel hot and sweaty anymore. Right. Oh man. And I'm not hot, but my like. Hands and feet are so sweaty. Yep. Well, that's the curse. And night sweats. That's the dysautonomia. I hate the night sweats. If they could do something about that, that would be They can. It's called removing your sweat glands. Please do. I don't think it's worth it. I'll just overheat. It's fine. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. (laughs) I'll just learn how to, like, roll around in the mud. Like You're going to have to have like a little mud puddle next to you at night so you can flop into it, roll around, and then get back into bed. <laughs> and that was when my husband moved my bed outdoors. That was, that was the final straw. That was when he was like, you know what? I'll take that pass. I don't want to be next to a warthog. <laughs> That's right. Draw the line. Warthog EDS, straight up done. Then why did you let me get the surgery? I didn't know you would turn into this. <laughs> you bought the mud. <laughs> what did you think it was for? Patio repairs? <laughs> We're mud jacking my sweat glands. <laughs> yeah, see, I hope this doesn't offend people. The whole point isn't to offend. No, not at all. This is just our experience. And like I said, part of it, I think, is the trauma background. Yeah. Where, like I said, it's it's funny or I die. And that was a rule early on with my husband. I was like, there is no feeling sorry for me. You are not allowed <laughs> to feel. There is only ha-ha. You will have ha-ha or ha. That's it. No more. <laughs> Choose one. Or all. All is acceptable. It's like when my posts on Facebook fall flat and people are like, sad face. And I'm like, no, no, no. There is no sad face. There is only ha-ha. Those are the ones that I like, because those are the ones that I know you're being funny, so I look like a fucking monster for going, like, <laughs> laugh my so ass off. funny. <laughs> <laughs> when and, I'm like, I love this like, post. Poor Karina. <laughs> I'm like, don't pour me, blah. Blah. <laughs> That's just about as bad as the, like, you're so strong, or you're an inspiration. Yeah, does that drive anyone else nuts? Because it drives me nuts. Ugh. That it boy is a gross. warrior. It was nice hearing that the first time, though. I the when I was told that I needed to hear that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was I was having a bad time, but it it is still like if someone said that to me now, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. 
I'm not strong. I don't know. It's like I could die or make breakfast. Yeah. It doesn't make me strong for choosing breakfast. <laughs> death or cake? Cake or death. Take your pick. I choose um, cake, please. Death. I mean cake. Damn it. Ah, you said death first. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> I just throw them up and you catch them. All the memory. Oh, hey there, Mike. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm always abusing mine. Just putting your knees through it <clears throat> on the daily. Yeah. Do we cover everything? Yeah, I think we mostly did. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, tangents, but it was still good. Yeah. Hopefully. You tell us. Well, we talked a little bit about mobility aids and like knowing when to go into it. We'll talk more about mobility aids because I have some experience with mobility aids. I just don't yeah. like them. I hate them. I tried braces for a long time. <laughs> we already know but, about your history with braces. Yeah. Like we just still dislocate inside of the braces and it hurts worse. Right. Because it's holding it in the, the worst position. Right. Well, thanks for coming along with us. I know it was a little bit of a darker theme, yeah. but I think we kept it funny. Yeah, kept it light. Anyone who, laugh, who's living through it face. will understand. Hopefully. Hopefully we're not offending everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry if I did. I'm irreverent. <laughs> irreverent. Good word. Yeah. <laughs> I use flippant a lot because that was the one that flippant. I got told. I told. I was told I was flippant. flippant. Uh, then I should use the word defeatist. Defeatist. I'm defeatist. Yeah. So on that note, I'm going to defeatist this and just call it. Defenestrate. I'm going right out that out window. Out that window. <laughs> right out that window as soon as this ends. So just next next podcast from the ER. Here we go. 10,000 likes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. We'll see you in the next one. Yup. Bye. Bye.